This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, you've likely heard of a book. It is called Five Little Indians, and it is being credited for really starting a national discussion about the importance of Indigenous authors when it comes to literary works in Canada. Well, the author of that book, Michelle Good, has now written another novel to keep the conversation going. Another book, and this one is the latest. It's an essay collection called Truth Telling. And Michelle Good joins us on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Michelle, so great to have you on the program this morning. Well, thanks for having me. When you wrote Five Little Indians, did you expect that it would get the level of attention and the engagement that it got? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) I thoroughly expected that if it ever saw the light of day, it would be a niche book for a niche audience. So, you know, the, the, you know, incredible reception of the book was just so satisfying and exciting. Yeah. And can you remind people a little bit more about, about what it is about for anybody who hasn't read that book? Um, I don't think that there is anybody. <laughs> True. I guess. I well, it's about uh, five uh, residential school survivors, but it takes place primarily after they leave the school, and it focuses on the challenges that kids leaving the school faced in trying to make even a modest life with the uh, tremendous burden of psychological injury that they were carrying. And it was written to answer a very infuriating question, why can't they just get over it? Hmm. And it it won many awards, and uh, like you said, I think uh, many, many people have read that book, and I think learned a lot from it. And now you have released this this new book, which is a series of essays, the collection Truth Telling, Seven Conversations About Indigenous Life in Canada. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Well, I was actually in process of writing another novel when things with Five Little Indians just took off as wildly as they did. And what that gave me was I was being invited to engage in conversations, do presentations and so on. And I was so amazed at the willingness of Canadians at this point to engage meaningfully in these kinds of conversations. And so I decided this is the moment. Let's fill out the the conversation, not just the one about, you know, that is engaged in, in Five Little Indians, but, you know, the rest of the colonial toolkit. You know, I refer to residential schools as an implement in the colonial toolkit. So I thought, well, let's open up the conversation about some of the other implements. And I know you draw a lot on your own experience and the the legacy of your family and that that is a big part of these essays. Uh, I should have mentioned off the top as well, uh, you are also a lawyer, a member of the Red Pheasant Cree Nation in Saskatchewan. How challenging is it to draw on those experiences and then put them in a book and put them out there for people to read? Well, you know, I'm a retired lawyer. Um, I'm, I'm old. I'm 66 years old. And the the personal aspect was not a huge part, is not a huge part of these essays. But what I wanted to do was to first communicate the thing I'm talking about from a personal perspective, from my own perspective. Because I think if you're speaking personally, 
people are more able to engage meaningfully and then use that personal experience to extrapolate to the larger picture. Uh, you know, so we're talking about 60 Scoop, talking about me being in foster care. Okay, here's my experience and what it was like now. Imagine that for hundreds of thousands of Indigenous children. And I know you focus a lot as well on, and it's in the title as well, conversations about having those conversations rather than fighting or rather than being confrontational. Uh, do you see the, that changing and, and that there are more discussions and there are, there are more of those happening? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there is a place for standing firm. There is a place for protest and for, you know, extremely strong, we will not budge, you know, positions. But there's also contemporaneously a necessity for Canadians to speak to each other, for Indigenous and non-Indigenous Canadians to speak to each other. Reconciliation is not going to happen on the floor of the House of Commons or at Government House or in legislation. It's going to happen across the backyard fence. It's going to happen when Indigenous people can understand non-Indigenous people and non-Indigenous people can understand Indigenous people. And importantly, the myth of Canadian history is done away with. We need to get to the true history. And you mentioned that you were actually working on another novel and uh, you put out this book of essays. Uh, have, you, have you gone back to working on the novel or what other works can we look forward to seeing from you? Well, you know, work is sort of defined loosely. <laughs> I'm, I'm very busy right now, as you can imagine, but um, so much of writing is thinking. And uh, I will be uh, buckling down to the actual writing, you know, back, getting back into the writing this fall. But uh, it's been really actually kind of great to, to have a little bit of time to just think about it and let it develop in my mind more. Yeah. Well, uh, I look forward to reading your latest work. I know many, many people do. Michelle, we'll leave it there for this morning, but thank you so much for joining the show. My pleasure.